Seeing Beyond is funded by Bonnie Colleen, its advertisers, some of the guests who receive promotional consideration, and by sale of products. Seeing Beyond, Bonnie Colleen, and the owners of this station are not responsible for the opinions or business practices of guests and sponsors. What you hear on Seeing Beyond is not a substitute for professional and medical advice. Seeing Beyond does not recommend a path for anyone to follow, but offers the opportunity for you to explore new ideas. Choose to work with the people and products that support your beliefs. We want always to respect your personal boundaries. Hi, good morning. My name is Robert Watson, and I'm with Psychic Works Spiritual Awareness Center. I'm here for seeingbeyond.com. Of seeing beyond, not not .com. <laughs> it's still early. It's seven o'clock, and I'm live at the radio station. At least let me pinch myself. Yes, I am alive. So here I am. Thank you for staying with us in this radio program this morning. Uh, I have a lot to talk about. Um, and I want to teach you how to do some meditation this morning. So if you would, this is the hard part. I'd like you to relax. Just a minute. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to just relax. Now, relax is uh, something that we don't generally do. I was on uh, the highway this morning, and I'm seeing myself driving reasonably safe, at least as far as I can tell. And everybody else around me was driving reasonably safe. And then there's others who are really in a hurry. So let them be in a hurry. Don't get in their way. They're going somewhere, and uh, let them go there. It's okay. I've learned uh, not to struggle uh, with the obvious. <laughs> so if you're driving in the car listening to this radio program, I want you to relax, but I want you to give yourself some space. I think, you know, if you give yourself some space, what happens is that space become, becomes yours. So if, you have, if, you, if, you, if you're 15 or 20 feet away from the guy in front of you, why don't you give yourself about 80 feet or 60 feet away from the guy in front of you and you'll find you'll you'll what we, what you'll find is your your stress levels will just will calm down you'll just not be so stressful and i think that's what really uh, i'm expressing for you this morning i huh, this these morning commutes can be really difficult if you're not familiar with them and i'm not familiar with them so you might be familiar with them but you're just really dealing with some stress and those of you that are at home well, thank you for sharing some time with me. Again, we're going to do some meditation this morning. One of the things we're going to be working on is we're going to, this is going to be a tough one, we're going to see God today. So I'd like you to share with me some of your time. Let us see God together this morning. I will teach you how to do that. I will want you to, want you to have that relationship with the Supreme Being uh, on that level of actually seeing him, okay, and recognizing him. And that's what's in store for you this morning. Um, also, I, I use the word stress this morning, and, you know, that is a, there's, I see words, and I see and I recognize them as spiritual definitions, okay, definitions of words. For instance, the word stress, 
S-T-R-E-S-S, stress. Well, stress, on a spiritual definition of the word stress, it means strong essence. See, they're com- combined of two words. Re- it means strong essence. Well, essence is energy, so strong energy. So that's stress for you. That's just one that just comes up when I talk with you. So let us begin with the meditation. And it doesn't mean you have to do anything special. All it means is you pay attention to yourself. That's where meditation begins, paying attention to yourself and to the energies or the effect of pictures that are in your space. Now, when I use the word pictures, that may be a foreign word for you, but let's let's use Let's use another word. Let's call pictures thought forms. You know, Apple, House, uh, these are thought forms. We have millions of thought forms in our space. And each one of these thought forms has an energy charge on them. So in other words, we have, um, we have an understanding when we talk about mother, right? Everyone has a mother, right? And we all have a, a particular um, emotional attachment to that word. Well, that word is just a thought form, a picture. When we talk about the United States, that's a thought form. That's a picture that has an emotional charge on it. I was in the military. I remember my military service. I had all those thought forms created in my space, and I have a memory of them. I have an emotional charge to these pictures. We all have pictures. We all have a, an emotional charge to these pictures. So that said, that's not who we are. That's the energy in our space or the thought forms. That's a collection of thought forms. That's a term I use. It's called you are a collection of thought forms. <laughs> and so what I'd like you to do, if you would please, in my meditation process is, or in your meditation, is to gather yourself up and separate yourself from those thought forms. So if you're going to separate yourself from thought forms, it's the question is, where do I go? Where, how do I relate? How do I get out of that space? And the answer, is quite simply, the answer is to find the center of your head, the center of your head behind your eyes, between your ears. And there's so many reasons why you want to do that. One of them is because that's where you're clairvoyant. That's where you have the ability to be the observer not in your first chakra or your second or third or the lower chakras. These are spiritual centers. This is not where you see. These are other environments that we recognize our human experience with. But the sixth chakra is where you're the observer. As the observer, you're relatively neutral to your environment. This gives you the best opportunity to recognize who you are and the best opportunity to realize who you're not and to let go of those things that you're not. So be the observer. Yeah, get behind your eyes. Now, notice that even when you get behind your eyes, you still have those thought forms, attachments, or resistance, if you will. So in, in, in the world of um, energy work, which is what I'm introducing you to or you're familiar with, in the world of energy work, uh, we have spiritual tools which will help us clean out those emotional charges on those pictures so you can become more neutral to them. You create a rose and blow it up. You create and destroy a rose. This effectuates change, and this allows the charges to diminish or clean out, and then you can find the center of your head again. This is the beginning of a meditation process. You want to be in the center of your head. 
Now, as you become aware of the center of your head, as you put your attention behind your eyes to better recognize your space, I'd like you to create an image of yourself behind your eyes, between your ears, an image. And yes, now as you create that environment we call uh, the center of your head, as you become aware of that space and you'll notice um, yourself in that space, I want you to also notice that there are two uh, reference points for you to relate to. One is called the point of origin and the other one is called the source. Now, some of you are going, wow, what's he talking about? (laughs) Who is this guy? (laughs) Well, let me explain myself. My name is Robert Watson. I've been on the radio show with Seeing Beyond for the past 12, 15 years. And I usually am here on the first Wednesday of the month, but for unknown or un. For for circumstances beyond most people's control, I'm not on that Wednesday. I'm on this Wednesday, which is the second Wednesday of the month. So maybe some of you have never heard me. Well, give me some time. Give yourself some time. Let us sit back and listen to a new way or another way of relating to who you are and to the and to God. Okay, I call the supreme being. There are other ways, a more intimate way a more recognizable way for the internal self to relate to yourself and to the Supreme Being. It's possible to have a relationship with the Supreme Being or with God, not just talk about him, not just hope he's listening, but to actually converse with him, to actually see him. And this is what I'm introducing to you this morning is an avenue, uh, a meditation avenue of realization of self and your relationship with the Supreme Being. And I want to share that with you this morning in our meditation. So if you just relax, give us a few moments. In other words, give me some time. Give yourself some time to listen. And I'm going to use some words you may have or may not have heard before. And I'd like you to give us a little time to do that. So the first word you may or may not have heard is the term called ground, grounding. All right, that is grounding is a concept where actually it's more than a concept. You have attached to the base of your spine, well, actually to what's called the first chakra or the first spiritual center, at, which is located at or near the base of your spine, is uh, that chakra is like a cone, and there's a tube attached to that cone that that is connected to a a, a point of origin or a ball at the center of the planet the center of the planet. You're attached to the center of the planet. That is your grounding cord. And when you want to clean out energy from your space, the energy goes down that grounding cord to the point of origin. In other words, the, or, the energy re- returns to its origins, Okay, which when you release it, it's got to go somewhere. So it has to go to the point of origin, and that's what that point of origin is. It's a point of origin for you, and the energy releases down there, and then it returns to whoever it belongs to. That's called the grounding cord and the point of origin. I'd like you to be in the center of your head and look down in the center of your head. You'll see a black ball or a ball down there at the center of the planet. Yes, it's 4,000 miles away, but in, in energetic terms, there is no time and space. So you can actually just look at it. I'm giving you some really new concepts. Just relax. <laughs> Create and destroy a couple of roses. Now, that's another concept that people have a hard time with, but it's just energy lighting up in your space. You create destroy roses that releases the energy off those pictures we talked about. 
All right, give yourself an opportunity to change, to grow, to become aware in a different way. Yes, now above you, above you, above your head is another uh, uh, point of reference called the source. You put that there too. Now, both those points of origin and source, you put there on the day of your birth as a spiritual being when you climbed into that physical body. You needed reference points to have the human experience. Yes, once again, Create a rose and destroy it. I know this is a process of growth, of change, of evolution. You are evolving. Every time you release energy out of your space, it is a step towards evolution, your own evolvement, your own evolution. Yes. So there you go. Be back in the center of your head again. Recognize the point of origin and the source. Now, you are a psychic. Let me say that real clearly and with definitive with absolute certainty, you, whoever's on the other side of this microphone, you are a psychic. Now, a psychic is simply an English term. The word psychic is an English translation for the Greek word psychos, which means spiritual soul. That's all it means. We're not talking weird things here. We're talking that you are a spiritual soul. Now, can you own that? Can you say, yes, I am a spiritual soul? I am. I'm a spiritual soul. Oh, hey, okay, if you're a spiritual soul, if you can identify with that, if you recognize yourself as a spiritual soul, then you are in, by point of definition, you are a psychic. Psychic is not a person who's gifted. Psychic is a person who has built up his ability to work with energy. That's all a psychic is. Nobody's special. Nobody is gifted here except, well, some of us maybe. But all of us have an ability to be psychic because we're all spiritual souls. It's just about using that ability repeatedly through practice and you get better at what you do, just like cooking or whatever else you might be practicing. So we're going to take that break and we'll come right back and then we'll, we'll we'll start our meditation practice after the break. Be right back. Come jumpstart your abundance this weekend at East West Bookshop, where Phyllis King, the common sense psychic, will help you master the art of receiving in her Friday talk and Saturday workshop. The workshop will also include many readings for some participants. Then on Saturday evening, Marina Lighthouse tells us how to optimize our feng shui for 2014, the year of the wood horse. Find out more at eastwest.com. I'm Bonnie Colleen. For 23 and a half years, I've been interviewing top leaders and continue to be a powerful force in Personal Growth Radio. Many people ask me, how did you get started also? How can I create what you've accomplished? Others ask me, what are your secrets to success, love, prosperity, health, self-esteem, and getting the whole bowl of Jerry's in life? I answer all your questions in an exclusive interview with Jessica Haynes. To hear answers to your questions, go to lifewithjessica.com. Again, lifewithjessica.com. Click on Bonnie Colleen. In a four-segment interview, I answer your questions. Learn, laugh, feel good, succeed, love. Lifewithjessica.com and Bonnie Colleen, bringing the best to you. That's www.lifewithjessica.com. You can purchase the DVD for only $15, and that includes shipping and handling at lifewithjessica.com. 
Hello again. Okay, we're back, and we were talking about uh, those two points of reference, one at the one at the center of the planet, and then another one equidistant from you relative to the center of the planet called the source. These are two points of reference. You put them there. Now, I want you to leave that for a moment. I want you to be in the center of your head again. Notice those two points of reference. They may be subtle to you. And there's ways that we can recognize these points of reference. I personally, through practice and through persistence, I see them. Okay, I look up and I look down and I see them. You may not have that level of ability yet, but, well, maybe you could just know they're there. Can you access that energy, that understanding? Do you know they're there? Because that's enough. Okay, that's enough. Okay, uh, being a spiritual soul, being psychic, it's about practicing your ability to be an energy worker. And we're all energy workers, really. It's just a matter of how, how well we are developing our abilities. So uh, you have those two points there. Now, I'd like you to recognize that everything that's happening in our world, including yourself, is all relative to an agreement. We, our life, our lives, your life, is predicated upon creating agreements. You have agreements with employers, with uh, car payments, with uh, your wife or your husband. You have agreements with your children. They have agreements with you. Everything, everything, everything has and is relative to agreements. That is the same with the supreme being. You are a spiritual being having the human experience. You have created two reference points and the supreme being in in the realization that you've created a body for yourself and you've climbed in, you want that human experience, the supreme being says, well, I want the human experience too. I want your human experience. So what the supreme being has created in relationship to your two points of reference are two are, are, are a set of rings, two rings, one around the point of origin, one around the source. Just like the rings of Saturn around the, the planet Saturn, it looks very similar to that. So you have two rings, one around one that are that's positioned around the point of origin and another ring positioned around the source. This validates the relationship between you and the supreme being relative relative to the agreement. Now, the agreement that you have with the supreme being is goes something like this. I will run my energy and support you and you and you can do whatever you choose to do because I'm neutral and you can exercise your will in accordance to what into according to your will. In other words, free will. And the supreme being vibrates his energy or its energy through you in the vibration of neutrality. He becomes neutral to you. So, but in even in that neutrality, every time you have uh, a thought or you create an act or a deed. The supreme being that's running energy through you has a understanding of your human experience. That's the agreement. You exercise your life relative to free will, your free will, and the supreme being runs its energy through you in the act of support, in the act of willingness to vibrate in relationship with who you are. And that's the agreement you have with the supreme being. So what I would like you to do is, while you're sitting in the center of your head, 
I would like you to look out in front of you and you'll see that there's a viewing screen out there. We don't have to make it too real, but notice that the, uh, at the top of the view screen is a white ball and at the bottom of the view screen is a black ball. Those are the two points of references that I was referring to at the center of the planet and 4,000 miles above you. They're right there on your viewing screen. Would you put rings around them or notice that they're already there? Notice the rings around the two points. Okay, very good. Now, let us discuss what's going on there. Recognize this. The planet that you and I are currently on is rotating around its axis in a counterclockwise rotation. As it spins around or revolves around the sun, it's also revolving around the sun in a counterclockwise rotation. So the earth recognizes itself counterclockwise or energy running around in a counterclockwise motion. That's what it knows. That's what it realizes. All right. So it's just energy. When the supreme being created that earth, it, it, it enlivened or gave itself, it gave energy to that planet, to our planet. Mother nature, we call it. Well, that's energy. Look at that bottom ring and you'll see energy flowing out of that ring. And it flows up the grounding cord like a big tube. It's like a conduit. And it's flowing counterclockwise. And let it just flow right up, up that, there's a tube between the two points of origin and the source. There's a tube. Let that tube be um, uh, covered by earth energy flowing up to the other ring at the top of your viewing screen. That energy is counterclockwise and it's flowing from ring to ring. That is the female energy or the energy flowing from the earth. And it flows from ring to ring. Okay? Let it continue to flow up. Now, just look at it. You just look at it. That's it. Just let it go from ring to ring, counterclockwise. And when that energy flows from the ring, it transforms into the ball at the top. It goes into the ball. And it starts to flow the opposite way from ball to ball, clockwise. So you have a counterclockwise energy flowing up and a clockwise energy flowing down relative to that attachment cord and grounding cord that you have relative to the point of origin and the source. All right? Now, that's energy of Earth and also called the energy of cosmic flowing. Now, why is it flowing in opposite directions towards each other. Well, if you look at how we create, if you look at the creative process, what you'll recognize is a, a vibration called dichotomies or opposites, like the black and the white, you know, the tall and the short, you know, the big and the small. These are fields of creativity, if you will. And so there, it's expressed in the form of a dichotomy. It, 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 it enables us as spiritual beings to have the biggest, widest, most uh, most complete different levels of creating choices for ourselves. So a dichotomy is the field that we, that we create in, in effect. Well, if you look at the earth energy and the cosmic energy flowing in opposite direction, one on the outside of that tube counterclockwise and one on the inside of that tube flowing clockwise, that is an expression of a dichotomy. All right, so look at that for a few moments. Just look at the energy flowing counterclockwise and clockwise. Can you see it? Well, how about can you know it? You don't have to be 
a full-fledged, I'm totally prepared to be to read people or to look at things. But if there's a lot of different ways you can recognize this energy. The most the best way, the way I I would suggest and I would hope you would eventually recognize is to look at it. If you can know it, that's good too. Don't don't take doesn't take a back seat there either. If you know it's doing that, just know it. Earth energy flowing counterclockwise up from ring to ring and a ball of energy flowing from the ball down to the other ball, the point of origin, inside the tube going clockwise. This is an expression of the... Well, this isn't an expression of the Supreme Being. This is what I'm expressing to you. That, when you see that energy flowing, that is the Supreme Being relative to you. That's the reflection of the agreement you have with the Supreme Being. So I said to you, earlier in the program that I was going to show you, I was going to let us see God. Well, that's you looking at God right there. That is a personal relationship that the Supreme Being has with you. Okay? Now, one way of recognizing the Supreme Being is the Supreme Being is male and female. Well, you are an androgynous being. You may have a female body, but you also have male energy. You may have a male body, but you also have female energy. That is you recognizing yourself as an androgynous being. Well, the supreme being recognizes you as an androgynous being as well. So when you see the energy on the outside flowing counterclockwise, that's the supreme being relating to you as a female. When you see the energy flowing from, from ring to the ball and then back down the tube clockwise from, bo- from source to point of origin, that's the male vibration of the supreme being relating to you. This is the relationship we have with the supreme being. So I want to say to you, when you see these energies flowing counterclockwise and clockwise flowing through your space, that's you seeing the supreme being. What does the supreme being look like? (laughs) It looks like whatever it wants to look like. (laughs) In this case, it looks like a male and female vibration. Because, yes, you may have a physical body, but you are, in fact, in truth, you are a spiritual being in the moment of now. now. When does now exist? Well, it exists now. You know, there's another term that's called you being an eternal being. Well, even that word eternal suggests a time-space reference. And I say to you, that's not exactly that's not exactly correct. What's exactly correct is you're in the moment of now, and there is now relevant to time and space in that moment of now. So what does that tell you? Because you're a physical body too? I'll explain. You are a spiritual being in the moment of now, having a human experience in present time. So, in fact, you are having two relationships with yourself in a simultaneous environment. You're in the moment of now as a spiritual being, and you're a physical body. So, you're recognizing your relationship with yourself in present time as well. Now, that is a beautiful thing to watch. If you allow yourself to see that as a beautiful thing, does the supreme being enjoy that relationship you're having, you're currently having with yourself? Well, why don't we ask? 
Why don't we ask the Supreme Being? Hi, Supreme Being. Are we having a good time today? <laughs> the Supreme Being should be able to say yes to you because the Supreme Being's having a good time. Oh, you think maybe talking to God can't be true? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, with all with God, all things are possible. So why don't we just expand? Why do we just express it that way as well? All right, with God, all things are possible. So if if you think if you believe that you can't have a conversation with God, then perhaps you don't believe in what the Scriptures just says to you. With God, all things are possible. So talking to God is not impossible. Why don't we do that? Well, we have focus tools, if you will. As a psychic, I teach tools to help you understand who you are and your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others and your relationship with the Supreme Being. These are simply tools. Just like whatever else you do on your, in your day-to-day lives, whether you're uh, in the office or you're a mechanic or you're an engineer, you all have tools to create the environment that you work with. Well, I'm a spiritual being. I'm a teacher of spirituality. I have tools. I teach you these tools to help you understand who you are, who they are, and who you are and your relationship with the Supreme Being. They're just tools. Why don't you create a rose? That's a tool. Blow it up. That's a tool. That is That act of creating and destroying is a process of release, of letting go, of cleaning out the energy that's not you and bringing energy back that is you. It's a process of spiritual growth, a spiritual growth, not physical growth, spiritual growth. Would you like to evolve? Do you want to evolve? There's two ways we can live our lives. You can revolve or you can have revolution. You can have evolution, which is a spiritual environment, or you can have revolution, which is a physical environment. Which one do you choose? I choose evolution. Why? Because it's the one that's going to last longer. <laughs> it's the one that's going to make a difference in your life personally. I'll be right back. We've got to take another break, and we'll talk more about running energy because that's what we're doing. All right, be right back. Big announcement seeing beyond listeners, health journalist Bill Sardi and health warrior Dave Stouter invite you to listen to Have a Heart Health Radio every Sunday morning at 11 on Talk 910. When it comes to drug-free, common-sense approaches to health, everybody wants to hear what these two guys have to say. Now everybody can, so spread the word. Tune in to Have a Heart Health Radio every Sunday morning at 11 on Talk 910. Again, that's Sunday mornings at 11 on Talk 910. I'm Melody Beattie, author of Codependent No More. Seven times more Americans have hepatitis C than AIDS. I'm one of them. If you're one of the millions of Americans with hepatitis C and your doctors are treating you with interferon, then you're clearly aware of how your life has been turned horribly upside down. Backed by huge pharmaceutical monies, the medical community swears there's only one dangerous, disabling way to battle this silent killer. It's not true. There are alternatives, and they work. Triumph Over Hepatitis C is a book written by best-selling author Lloyd Wright, who fully recovered from this frightening disease. Lloyd is helping others to take charge of their lives and fight for their body's freedom from this crippling illness. His program is working for me. Call the people at Hepatitis C Free now at 866-HEP-C-FREE. That's 866-HEP-C-FREE. Don't become another medical statistic. Find out the truth about Hepatitis C and get your life back. And here's some great news. 
Lloyd Wright wants to help educate the public by offering you Seeing Beyond listeners free, yes, I did say free, copies of his two books on Hep C. Hep C Free and Hep C, a do-it-yourself guide for health. Both absolutely free to Seeing Beyond listeners. Even the phone call is free. Call Lloyd Wright at 1-866-HEP-C-FREE. That's 1-866-HEP-C-FREE. Hello again. Okay, we're back from the break, and we are talking about evolution as opposed to revolution. I'm an evolutionist. I believe in change. In fact, remember we were just looking at the energy flowing, that energy you're looking at that we were just talking about, that's energy flowing in your space. It's earth energy flowing counterclockwise, coming from the point of origin all the way to the source. It flows in and around your body and expands into your physical body. That's the supreme being relative to female. Then the earth energy, or the, I'm sorry, the cosmic energy flowing inside that tube is male energy flowing from source to point of origin. That's also energy flowing throughout your space. Well, uh, <clears throat> that, that's an expression of God. Okay, that's, what I'm saying to you is that is the supreme being in your space. All right? And um, <laughs> I've kind of lost my train of thought. Let's create and destroy a couple of roses and help me get back to where I belong here. Be in the center of my head. Not you, me. You be in the center of your head. You know, climb back into the center of your head and I'll climb back into the center. There you go. And I, the best way to work with energy is to maintain separation. So I put up a separation rose between you and me so we can have a better conversation. Yeah, so I'm going to ground it right down to that point of origin. That's another tool, okay? So evolution or processes of change, that energy that you're seeing is in constant change. In other words, it's the same energy flowing up and then flowing down, but it's constantly in change, flowing up as a, male, as a female, flowing down as the male. That energy then is, you ever heard this term, the only constant is change? Well, you're looking at that. That's you looking at change, and it's constantly flowing through your space. So do I believe in change? There is nothing else to believe in. There, it's going to be change. So what do you do when, when you recognize the only constant is change? The, the answer is to relax. <laughs> to relax. In other words, way, what I'm referring to really is about synchronization. Why don't we be one with the supreme being rather than struggling with it? Well, let's be one. Stop struggling. Stop struggling. And one way to recognize not to struggle anymore is to not resist. And what are we not resisting? The energy in your space that's in your space from past lives. Yes, I know you're going, now we're talking about reincarnation. Yes, we have had hundreds, if not thousands of lifetimes behind us. And some of the um, things we've done in those past lives are not finished. They're called unfinished agreements. And that's called karma. So we, I teach how to clean out those unfinished agreements, to clean out those energies that we're resisting, because that's what it is. You become what you resist. When you release those energies that you're resisting, you bring your own truth back, your own energy back into your space, and then you become whole. You become more in balance and in harmony with your human experience. 
that would relate to being in synchronization with the supreme being, having your life in balance and harmony. I teach, I know, you and I deserve that. We deserve that. Okay, so why don't you own it? Start the process of of healing yourself. That's what we're talking about. Big topic, big subject, but if you don't do it this lifetime, then you'll do it the next lifetime because it's going to continue until you heal yourself. That's the inevitable environment that we actually sit in. We are going to keep doing what we're doing until we stop doing it, and that means we heal ourselves. We let go. We become more in harmony and balance with ourselves, with those around us, and it is a recognizable environment. I recognize it for myself. Who I was 30 years ago is nowhere near what I am today. I have changed dramatically. So I want you to change at your speed, at your level, at your ability. All right, so let me bring up another topic to you. So so let's before I do that, let's go back to find the center of your head again. Yeah, look at your, yeah, create and destroy a couple of roses, if you will. Now, when I ask you to do that, I'm asking you to do that. I'm only asking you to do that because that's energy lighting up in your space. Your create and destroy process releases that energy quicker, okay? So you climb back into your center of your head better. See, life is, really life is all about meditation. Whether you're sitting there with your eyes closed in a chair or you're driving your car with your eyes open <laughs> in a chair, you still can do an act in a meditative space. It's called a walking meditation. Uh, the Buddhists recognize it. It's called mindfulness. That's another term they use. Well, I'm practiced through doing that myself, but I don't use those words, but it's the same thing. So I want you to be in the center of your head. Be behind your eyes. I do teach that. Maybe they don't teach that. They teach mindfulness, being aware. And I say, yes, I want you to be aware, but I want you to be aware with a specific and specific relationship to yourself, your clairvoyance your ability to see, your ability to look, because everything else is more of an abstract, see? So be behind your eyes. Create a rose and blow it up. That enables change. That enables shift. That, that enables release. Yes, good, good. Now notice those two points above and below you. Remember those reference points? Those are reference points, they enable you to be a spiritual being, having the human experience, right? That's where you are. That's what you're doing. In this lifetime, that's, what, that's who you are, and that's what you're doing as a spiritual being. That is who you are. Those reference points enable you to remind yourself that's who you are and what you're doing. And the supreme being validates that because the Supreme Being has put rings around those two points of reference and is running its energy through you. That is the Supreme Being constantly changing but maintaining and vibrating in the vibration of neutrality. Everybody on the planet is vibrating in that way. The Supreme Being validates everybody's human experience. But there's five things you can do with an agreement, all right? This is the agreement we're talking about. You can create one. You can change one. That's what I want to focus on. So if you said hello to the Supreme Being, remember? Hello, Supreme Being. Ask the, no, it's really more than just asking. Since the Supreme Being is neutral and has a working agreement with you, 
instead of just letting that energy of new, be neutral, let's change it to something different. We can change the agreement. Instead of, change, instead of being neutral, let's say I am promoting the release, coming from the earth energy flowing up into your body. I am promoting the release. Now, release, that's letting go, right? And from the source to the point of origin, that cosmic energy that vibrates at male flowing inside the tube flows at I am lubricating the release. I am. So there you have it. We've shifted from neutrality to a more active approach to evolution. The more active approach to evolution. I am promoting the release. I am lubricating the release. This enables you to change a little faster. It's like going, like driving a car. You were in neutral. Now you're in first gear. Okay. You're moving. You're releasing energy a little bit faster. You are having, you are involved with the Supreme Being. The Supreme Being is involved with you. You have a working relationship with the Supreme Being. Does the Supreme Being love you, whether it's neutral or promoting and lubricating? Of course. You know, (laughs) the only constant is change, right? So the Supreme Being constantly loves you and is constantly an evolutionary process. It can have both, constantly changing. All right, so your body, the physical body that you are experiencing right now, is your an ex- is your expression of who you are as a spiritual being. It's an expression of who you are. Just like everything you see around you is an expression, like the like nature, like earth and the waters and the, the and the mountains, these and the trees. These are an expression of the supreme being. Well, your physical body is an expression of who you are. All right, it's an expression. Cool. And you have a working relationship. You as a spiritual being are really one with the supreme being, are you not? Do you recognize that you have a, a, a working relationship with the supreme being that because you are as a spiritual being, you're one with the supreme being. You are part of the supreme being. The point I'm getting to here is <laughs> if you want to see the face of God, look in the mirror. That's the best way you're going to see the Supreme Being as we speak, because you're an expression. You are a one with the Supreme Being. Your physical body is an expression of who you are. Therefore, the body you have, in abstract, of course, but the body you have is the face of God. I hope you understand me. I'm not saying you are God. I'm saying that you are one with God as a spiritual being, and you've created an expression that in, in abstract or is a a sort of way of saying you're looking at the face of God. (coughs) Good, excuse me. (coughs) Rapid talking. I don't do it often enough. Got to practice doing that. There's a couple of things I still want to talk to you about. One is this. I've been doing this radio show once a month for 12 to 15 years. You know, I've it's been a part of my life. Uh, I express it. I, I, I'm looking forward to this every month for these many years. And yet, this is my last show. I guess it all has to come to an end. But that doesn't mean I'm finished. I'm looking for another avenue of creating this kind of programming, this kind of... Um, I'm looking for another avenue uh, to... Uh, bring it out. It might be an internet radio. Um, it could be an, a regular airwave radio. I am not yet certain. This information about this being my last show just 
happened within a week. So I haven't had a lot of time to develop a another avenue of uh, this programming. But it will happen. I've chosen to do this because it's part of who I am. It's a part of my practice now. Been doing it for so long. And uh, I would miss it if I didn't have it in my life. So I'm going to endeavor to find another avenue of uh, of putting out this information into into your hands, into your mind, to look at it for yourself. I do not have an alternative as this as we speak. I'm still looking because it's too. It was just too soon. But let me give you, if you would, write down my email address: Robert W three ten at yahoo.com that's robert w310 at ya at yahoo.com and uh, if you would write me or email me notifying me that you're interested i will tell you when i find out where i land and how i land i'll tell you how to tune into my program at some future time so because it's a little short notice i've not been able to actually get myself fully prepared for the next step but this show, the one I'm creating right now with Bonnie Colleen, is coming to an end as, as of today. So those of you who have never heard me, and this is the first time, because this is the first time I was on the second Wednesday, so maybe you've never heard of me before, this would be, could be your first and last time unless you choose to listen to me again. And those of you who have been listening to me for these many years, I really, really thank you and appreciate your interest in what I do and what you've learned uh, for me, and uh, I'm going to take another break, and we're going to talk about being a spiritual warrior when I return. All right, be right back. This Friday at East West Bookshop, Heather Ash Amara will share ancient shamanic wisdom for working with the energetic patterns in your life. She'll be joined on Saturday afternoon by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. for a workshop on opening the heart and expanding beyond our limitations. That evening, popular East-West psychic reader Scout Bartlett will help you recognize and develop your own latent psychic abilities, following up with an in-depth workshop on Sunday. Visit eastwest.com for more information and more great events. Halpern's Grammy-nominated Deep Alpha can enhance your meditations, reduce stress, and support healing just by listening. Available at iTunes, Amazon, and at stephenhalpern.com. Hello, we're back again. So what I'd like you to do is kind of find the center of your head again. Yeah, it's so easy that we lose that spot, right? So practice makes perfect, ah, not perfect, but pra practice makes your life a better place, a better environment if you be behind your eyes. Don't go into your pictures, meaning to say be neutral to your pictures. Remember, remind yourself that you have energy running through your space from be in the center of your head and notice the earth energy flowing up into your body. 
That's, it goes from the center of the planet right into the base of your spine, if you will, where the first chakra is. It flows into a chakra system that is situated throughout your body and let it flow into every vibration of your space. In other words, your spirit body, your mind body, and your uh, physical body. Yeah, And I'll let it flow up to the source, so let's go flow right through you. And then you have a, the other half of the energy flowing down from the source into your body from the top of your head down to the base of your spine to the first chakra from the crown chakra flows back down to the point of origin. Now, it is more complicated than that, but this is really okay just doing this to learn more about who you are. Yes, and recognizing that it's okay to let go. Remember, promote the release, lubricate the release. Feel the earth, feel the cosmic flowing through your space. Feel it. Now, what are you feeling? You're feeling the supreme being. That personal relationship, the supreme being. Now, in the past, it may have been neutral. Neutral is kind of hard to recognize. Wouldn't you agree? Neutral is hard to recognize energy when it's neutral. But if you change the agreement, which we have the ability to, change it to something different. Promote the release. Lubricate the release. This enables you to sense a shift because now no longer is the male and female vibration just vibrating at neutral relative to you. Now you've given it another vibration. Promote and lubricate. This changes the relationship with the Supreme Being. You're actively pursuing change now. This is a start. This is a good beginning. Focus on that. Become aware of that energy. All right? Now, another thing I've talked to you about in the past is having a rose up, a separation rose. I have so many different ways of talking about that. The simplest answer is creating a space of separation. Why? Why would you want to do that? Well, in order for you to know thyself, you have to maintain separation from everybody else or you'll become or you'll begin to match them. If you match everybody else, then who are you? Will you know who you are? So you have a choice. Do you want to know who you are or do you want to become like everybody else? You have a choice. Choose. I choose to know who I am, to know myself. Enabling myself to, to enable myself to do that, I create a separation rose. Now, it's a idea that you put out there for you to follow, really. But there's a rose is simply a tool to remind yourself to maintain separation. There's another way you can use that term. It's called a um, definition rose. In other words, def defining who you are is a sense a little more elevated term of separation, isn't it? Just defining who you are. That could be a color. So create a color, create a separation rose, just create a, a rose and let that recognize that separation rose as, as what it is, a separ separating yourself from others, but also give it a color, uh, a color that you like. Maybe as a female, I'm being generic here, as a female, be it pink, as male, be it blue. All right. Well, now you're defining that space and separating. So now you're a particular vibration. So that's much more. Uh, intimate with you. And I would use my crown chakra. The top of my head is a crown, is a, is a spinning, is, it's energy flowing at the top of the head. Make that blue. Change the crown to a blue color or a pink color if you're female. There you go. Now, there you go. That will make a difference 
in your space. In other words, you begin to know who you are. All right. Now, let's. I have a few more minutes. This is my last radio show. And, well, it's, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> more than a pleasure. It's been fun. It's been entertaining for myself. And I hope that we've all gained some, some knowledge from this experience I've had with you. So we have a few minutes left. I want to talk to you about being and becoming and reminding yourself of becoming or being a spiritual warrior. Now, the first thing when I looked at becoming a spiritual warrior, the first thing I remembered or noticed about myself is a spiritual warrior doesn't need an enemy. You don't need an enemy. You don't need to prepare yourself to go to battle against some adversarial foe some adversary in front of you. It's not about that at all. Now, you may have an internal struggle. That's fine. But we're not practicing or becoming spiritual warriors to go into battle with some exterior being somewhere. It's not about that at all. So now you know what you don't have to do. You don't have to prepare yourself for a battle, okay? So now we're left with what do we do? What do we, how do we become these spiritual warriors, I'll give you your first understanding of spiritual warriors. I don't care what practice you do, but be disciplined at it. Whether you practice what I do and how I do it, or you find another way, if whatever you're doing in your life, uh, spiritually speaking, be disciplined at it. In other words, uh, have the constitution of it. A second thing you do is to practice, practice being that, that particular environment that you're creating as a spiritual warrior, your spiritual tools, your spiritual understanding, whatever it may be, practice it. So those are two things so far is to be disciplined at what you choose to do and then practice doing it. So they work hand in hand. Isn't that correct? Next, as you grow, as you change, because certainly the discipline and the practice will generate and create change you need to have the courage to, to recognize a change and to let it go. Now, why, where is the courage? What's the courage for? The courage is not about the letting go. That's the easy part, in a way. The courage is your realization of what will I become, who will I become after I let this go? You see, that's where the courage is, not letting go. That's the easy part. It's about what will I become after I let it go, the unknown, the unknown. And my answer to you, to give you some clarity, my answer to you is wherever you're going is better than where you've been. So take courage that to let go of those things you used to hold on to that is no longer useful to you and let it go and have the courage to accept who you are now because wherever you're going is better than where you've been. All right? So there's three things. Discipline, practice, courage to change, courage. And the last thing, maybe none of them are more important, but all of them are different, but equally important. The other one is um, strength of character. Strength of character, your ethics, your, your, your moral fortitude of how you want yourself to relate to others. And my first answer there is respect. Respect. Respect others, whoever and wherever they are. Why? Because they have the face of God, just like you do. Who are you to say you're better or worse than someone else? Respect who they are. 
That's strength of character. That's you being that spiritual warrior that is required of you if you wish to change and have a beneficial relationship with yourself and with the supreme being and with those around you. So be that spiritual warrior. What does it require? Discipline. Have the discipline in your life to know who you are, to heal yourself. Have the practice, whatever it is you're doing. If you walk in the, if you walk in the mountains to relate to God that way, fine. If you go to a synagogue, if you go to the mosque, if you go to a church, fine. If you decide that those particular levels of practice or religious dogma doesn't work for me, I have to find another way. I have to go to another kind of spiritual growth to validate who I am. Fine, but practice it. And whatever you decide to do, have the courage to allow yourself to change because the only constant is change and the supreme beings are certainly expressing that to you as we speak. And the last and not the most important, but as important is your strength of character, your moral fortitude and your ethical behavior toward yourself and towards others. If you don't like what you're doing, change it. If you don't like what somebody else is doing, step away and allow them to be who they are, but don't participate in it. If it doesn't suit who you are, be who you are. Have ethical behavior and moral fortitude in your life towards yourself and towards others. Validate that space. My name is Robert Watson. My phone number is 510-481-2872. My email address, robertw310 at yahoo.com. This is my last show. I will find I will find another show to work on. I hope to hear from you. I hope you can hear from me at some point in our lives. I appreciate the time you spent with me. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Bye-bye.